This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. So good to see you again. I was uh, sat, well, I, I moved around a bit, but I, I sat on a tree trunk initially. It's not as comfortable as I thought it was, so I ended up moving. And then I ended up sitting on a step down by the stables. And so I could hear the background noise of the alpacas. Uh, and then there was this amazing slushing sound. I thought, what is that? And it was a lot of water suddenly. And it was obviously one of the alpacas. Who what is it going to be? And I was right. It often is <laughs> Owena who likes to tip the water bucket over. And that's exactly what she'd done. She sometimes then stands in the puddle and cools her feet that way. So <laughs> she's funny. She was all covered in hay as well. So she'd been in the stable. They're spending a lot of time in the stable at the moment. It's really interesting. I'm not quite sure. Uh, did I just not notice it before? No, I think it's different this year. So what what are you noticing? Are there things happening with your alpacas that are a bit different, that are, I don't know, sort of out of the norm? So today in this episode, I was wanting to think about listening to our alpacas and listening to ourselves, and let's do that in reverse order slightly, but listening to myself, I, I was sat on this step, and I was just enjoying the sound of the birds, sound of the alpacas in the background, and was doing some thinking, and was considering bits and pieces, really, just thinking, just being. And then I got this sense of, okay, you need to get on. There are things to be done. You're wasting time. And then I reflected briefly on that and realized that is a pressure, but actually it's not necessarily a helpful pressure. There are things to be done and there'll always be things to be done. But actually I did need a little bit of time just to sit and to think and just to be and to stay longer than my initial busy, 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 approach would leave me being comfortable. So that's a great place to do it is around the alpacas. And I think it's one of those things we need to give our heads space. We need to give our hearts some space. We need some alone time. We need to be with people, but we also need some alone time. And we need some time just to think and to be. The concentration thing isn't to do some work, to do some thinking, but it's just to allow you to think through some of the stuff that otherwise just spins around in in your brain. So just to encourage you, have a have a bit of time, have a bit of time for yourself and try and try and recognize when you are hearing yourself telling yourself that you need a bit of time and space. So that was the second point, which is not where I was intending to start, but there we are. So the first point was to listen to your alpacas. Now, 
I just like being around them. But what's going on? What are they telling you? Uh, are they speaking to you? Oh, okay. I don't mean literal words, obviously. And I may not really mean just sounds, but sometimes it is. So when you're around, what's going on? Are you getting that sense of a, a feel for the herd sensibility, the, the herd feeling for today? What's, what's, what, are they okay? Are they relaxed? Are they a bit on edge? So being around and just getting that, that feel can be helpful. And there are individuals, uh, they, there are some more talkative in terms of making noises than others, but all of them will tell you something. I've noticed there's a few that I've been missing. <laughs> they're not, they've not been there, but Talia tends to be sort of on the edge. Where, where is she? I did, did I notice her this morning when I fed her? I think fed the animals. I'm not sure. Where was she? Did I, did I take note of her? She's a bit in the middle. And who else is in the middle? Oh, Yona. Yona is, is uh, uh, she's got such a sweet temperament. She's a lovely, lovely girl. But she is kind of in the middle. And you can spend a lot of time being around the group and missing the individuals. So take a look and a listen for those on the edge. It's a useful thing to do. Obviously, it works for people as well. Who's on the edge that you can take note of? and maybe give a bit of encouragement too. And if you're feeling that you're on the edge, maybe you just need to reach out and connect a bit with some others too. It's easy, isn't it, to get separated. So we need our own time, but we need our together time. And one of the things I've noticed too with the alpacas is that sometimes, I've mentioned a number of times about how they look with the the eye on the side of the head so they can not be looking at you directly can be facing the other way but they turn their head slightly and they they can see everything that's going on so have a have a try the next time you're around the alpacas have a try and do the same thing don't look at them directly try and watch them from the side of your eye just just out of the the glancing sort of looking out of the side of your eye to see what's going on because it'd be interesting what you will notice when they think, the alpacas think, you're not looking at them. Because regularly that's when Owena, the big brown girl, comes up behind and she wants to just have a little sniff and just check you out. Um, she likes to smell my hair. I don't know why. But uh, she this is her way of, of including me and checking, am I all right? Am I safe? And just what's going on. She's just nosy. <laughs> so she tipped her water over. Uh, so I filled it up again. And and then as I was bending down and putting, I think it was, I'd, I'd refilled a, a container as a spare for later because I think they're going to have it down again. So I'd refilled the spare. And then I, as I bent down to put it down, my head was a little bit lower, obviously, so I was bent down. And all of a sudden I can sense and feel that somebody was sniffing my hair. And it was Owena, of course. So she, we had a little talk and uh, that was nice. So, so what are your alpacas saying to you? And it's that thing of learning what the normal is, watch them, spend a bit of time around them and work out what normal is for the individuals, for the group. Get that feel of, is everything okay? Or is there something just a little bit off? And you'll, you'll develop that almost, almost it feels like a sixth sense that there's something. Don't know what it is. Something not quite right. Not quite sure what it is. Do take notice of those things and let that be your antennae on alert and 
agent telling you something that the alpacas are telling you. There's something going on. There's something not quite right. And you're tuning into that and you will. You'll pick up those things. And you can therefore just try and pay it a bit more attention, pay a bit no, more notice of those on the edge, those ones or not necessarily on the edge, actually. They're in the middle. That's what I find with Talia and also with Yona and sometimes with Pridwen. I'm kind of, oh, have I seen those? Well, they're all white ones. Um, and they kind of mix into the middle and you just, it's just, you're aware of a white alpaca, but don't always clock who it is. So just to think about the ones in the middle who are on the edge in the middle, if that makes any sense at all, pay attention to those, see what they're saying. Spend a bit of time nearby. They tend to be ones that will be quieter and more withdrawn and less visible and involved. So you might have to to kind of do the checking them out, out of the corner of your eye, because they feel a bit threatened and a bit kind of, oh, he's looking at me. And there's a few at the moment because they're pregnant and because I'm trying to weigh up what's going on and how close are they. And, and I've got my list. There's a whole bunch of them. I think we've got about seven or eight that are all kind of due at the same sort of time. They'll spread slightly, but on paper, they're all due at the same sort of time. So we need to work that one through. <laughs> Who am I keeping an eye on? Who do I need to not pay too much attention to? Don't have to worry. That one's not pregnant. But these are the ones. Is there anything I'm needing to pick up on in the signals? Are they separating themselves off slightly? Are the others behaving differently around them? And uh, feeding time is a great time for just observing and thinking, ooh, ooh, there's a definite, there's a definite bulge here. There's a definite something that's on the way. So listen to your alpacas and also listen to yourself. Listen to what your internal needs are. And I think that thing of noticing, of that paying attention is such a valuable thing. Not wasting time. It's, oh, here we go. Here's another Steve thing. Oh, Steve said I had to stare into space and think. <laughs> Use me as an excuse if you'd like to. I'm very happy for that. But I just want to encourage you to to find that benefit of being around the alpacas. You know what they're like. They're just so lovely to be with and they're calming and they're gentle creatures. Uh, and then you hear the boys fighting and think, okay, not always gentle, but yeah, go, go spend some time with an alpaca if you can. So I'll come back to that. That's my ending. What's going on in the valley? Well, let me tell you what has, it's, it's almost, I feel like a Garrison Keeler moment. It's been a quiet week in Lake Wobegon. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's a magic character. I love his his delivery and, and everything about the work that he's done in the Garrison Keeler show, the Prairie Companion. So uh, I'm not going to do a Garrison Keeler, but I'm just going to say what's been happening on the farm. So no sign, of course, of the the geese. They're a slightly distant memory by now. And the other birds seem to have spread out a bit. 
So we've got a lot of activity with the moorhens. There's about four of them chasing each other around and diving underwater and splashing around and and being moorhens and doing all their calls. So that's nice to see and hear. And I noticed there was a stick that's got trapped in the weed. There's a little mound kind of, well, it's not the stick. It's actually, there's a mound. There's a mound on this. Oh, there's a there's a bird on there. And it, it hopped off because I was within, I don't know, quite a long way away. And uh, I'm assuming she's a she. She hopped off and boop, disappeared under the water. Uh, but she's actually dragged the weed together into a mound on top of this stick and is creating a little, a little castle. I'm not sure it's a nest to lay eggs in, but it's certainly a little thing that she regularly will sit on. She's just practicing, perhaps. So that's very light to be laying eggs, but anyway, or making nests. But it's maybe just a practice. So she's doing quite a bit of that, but they, they're around and around. The ducks, we've got about 20 ducks. There. We, we only had a handful. And currently we've got about 20 ducks, so they're some of the young ducklings that have survived, which is good. We've got a reasonable crop this year of ducklings as well, and they, they're cruising around, and there's about 20 of them. So they've taken the place. They're a bit quieter than the geese, but they've set, taken their place. And we've got a pair of herons. Uh, regularly we see the one, but there is a another one. There's regularly two of them around. So that's quite interesting to work out what they're up to. Oh, no, the other day, the, I was going to say there was lots of activity with the woodpeckers, the green woodpeckers. The other day, I, I was watching out the window here and saw on a post, there is a crow, and that's one of the carrying crows, and they're well-fledged. They've been around a long time, but they're one of the youngsters. And there's another one on the other gateposts. And then on the post, there's something, there's a funny shape. What is that shape? What is that shadow? What, is that... Is that a crow around the other side of that post or something? It's just odd. It's not quite a, a crow sit on the top of the post. This isn't. And then I looked a bit closer. And eventually, I worked out what it was. It was a green woodpecker. So we've got a crow <laughs> either side. of. You can imagine the gate opening. Uh, so you've got the space between the, the, the two gate posts. You've got a crow on one side and a crow on the, the other side. And in, in the middle on one of the gate posts was this green woodpecker. Now, what was it? <laughs> What was it doing there? The three of them are sat there. I don't know whether the crows were attracted to the woodpecker or the woodpecker attracted to the crows, or they just happened to end up in the same space. But there's this woodpecker hanging, as they do, on the post. So not sitting on the top, but sort of perched slightly below the top. And uh, they were just happy to be near each other. There didn't seem to be any aggression or chasing each other off or anything. Just the, the all the youngsters in a space together. Well, I've never seen them all close together like that, which is at first. But the green woodpecker flew off and the crows followed. But again, not chasing, just curious, I think. So that's still on the go. A few magpies, not so many this year. The few jays, not so many of those either. Uh, but the, the crows have been quite in evidence. And this morning, oh, what, here you go. What is this? Listen to this and tell me what you hear. Mm, interesting, isn't it? I'm not quite sure. I think, I think this is a raven. And we've been having some of the onk, 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 onk kind of sounds that they make. Uh, and that's not a crow, I don't think. That's definitely not a crow. They are different sounds and you hear them and then you go, ooh, ooh, was that a... And I keep getting the book out. I keep getting the recordings on my, my phone, my app, my identification app and... 
I keep changing my mind about what I'm actually hearing, but I think what we just played there was a raven. So we've got a pair of ravens up, right up high at the top of the valley, uh, but behind the house. And then we've got the crows that kind of frequent and move around, depending. They're, they're busy. They're always doing something, aren't they? Always having a look, trying to find something. And down the far end, we've got the, the water levels down, the silt pond, which catches the silt, and there's plenty of it in there. Uh, water level's gone down. And there was, the other day, I saw some footprints in the silt and holes that had been dug, and I have no idea what that is. What is going to be digging in silt? How did they get across the bit of water to get there? So is that otter visit? Hmm, not quite sure. And the, the other bit of wildlife, we've got rabbits hopping around now and again, which is fun. Uh, but the other bit of wildlife, when we were feeding the alpacas the other day, we had some visitors and we fed the alpacas. And while we were watching, there's this little young squirrel that hopped across, <laughs> right across, and was watched by the alpacas. Rona in particular, she's another one in the middle, and she looks pregnant to me. And she she kind of looked at the squirrel. It hopped across, hopped across, and then it got behind one of the buckets. There might have been some crumbs spilled. And all you could see was this kind of twitching, bushy tail. So Rona went over to investigate. So she's like two inches away from this squirrel having a little sniff at it. I'm hoping it's going to end well, which it did. But it was just she was just really curious about this little thing. And they've just accepted that there are squirrels around and there are rabbits around and there are odd things. But don't bring a stray dog. <laughs> they react completely differently to that. So... That's what's been happening in the valley this week. Ah, take a breath. Do yourself a favour, eh? Give a bit of space for thinking and staring into space and just allowing yourself to be. It's important to get the balance in there. So what are you hearing your alpacas say? What are you hearing yourself say? And let's take notice of those things. So take care. See you again soon, hopefully and go spend some time with an alpaca. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.